0: People talk about like those overnight successes and then people are like, no, it's not an overnight success. They've been working for, you know, many years being consistent. It is actually what it is. And they rephrase it to it's an overnight awareness.
1: Just from putting your personal brand out there, you know, how else is somebody supposed to know that you're available? How else is somebody else supposed to know what you have to offer if you never put it out there for people
0: to see? And the issue that I see is that so many people are just focused on the audience that they don't have, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. how do I get people's attention, you know, uh, doing X, Y, and Z, Right? How, how do I get more people into my funnel when, guess what? You already have people there that you can serve and you can help. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, I think a collateral benefit of that is actually attracting more of the people that you want to work with. Hey, I'm
2: Luis. And I'm Luis. And, you and you're listening to the before. Content is Profit podcast,
0: where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit.
2: Go to contentisprofit.com to get started today and join the community. Let's go.
0: Oh, yeah. I, Am I, I glitching? Am I glitching? No, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good today. And you know what, is, what else is good today? Tell me. Are guest and oh. what we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the intersection of psychology
2: marketing and virality
1: Ooh.
2: you wrote there vitality and i was like oh my god! i mean that can be too that can be that two. can be vitality. Too. <laughs> 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 hey Ponce, before we get started do you have a
0: sponsor for us indeed we do thank you for asking good sir oh, and you're welcome. today's sponsor is your own the Biz Bros. Yes, that is right. We sponsor our own podcast with content, Momentum. If you're looking to multi-purpose your podcast or video content and
2: turn it
1: into
0: profit... You know what to do, slide in the DMs at Beast Brosco on Facebook, on Instagram.
2: I know. Well, happy Monday. I hope you're ready because today we have an up and coming marker influencer on the rise. And by the way, I just glitched. <laughs> I just glitched. You did. I was like, I was like you, you you,
0: skipped a few steps in there. It's
2: okay. We, we, can, we can go back to those steps. Just keep going. Just keep going. Well, <laughs> it's your turn now.
0: <laughs> That's right, guys. Today's guest is a social media specialist at the age of 21, and you Ooh. might be asking yourself, what makes her a social media specialist? Well, maybe that's a question we could ask her 1 million
2: followers on TikTok. What a humble flex. I freaking love it. Today's guest has leveraged her psychology knowledge to improve her marketing skills, which is probably why she has such a big following. I hope you're
0: ready to discover all the secrets. Please welcome the one and only Carissa Least. I hope I pronounced the last name properly. was <laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty sure I butchered. Was it Least or Leist? Least. 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 Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's go. <laughs> How are you doing, Carissa?
1: I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, I've been very excited, not gonna lie. I started looking at your social medias and I was like, she is going to be, I mean, she already <laughs> is absolutely amazing, but you're going to be like such a big player in the marketing yeah. world in the years to come. So I am very excited to like dive into all that yeah. knowledge that you got.
2: Thank Carrie. you
1: guys so much for having me. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun looking at your content as well.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. That, that's like, that means so much coming <laughs> from you because I remember we had this conversation a little bit, what was it? Maybe a couple, couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. Right. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we, you know, jump off the call and then I'm like, Oh, this person just follows your profile. I'm like, one million followers. Oh my, okay, well, we're just <laughs> on the call with them. Uh, so crazy, obviously we're, we're flexing here and that million is, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, but I wanna know a little bit about your story, how you got starting social media. Your story, right, your personal story is super important and then you have a surprise for us on, on a product that you're working on right now that we're announced, what it is, but I think that's super cool too uh, for all the listeners and all the people with like marketplace and all that stuff, but- about you like how do you get started you know in social media how do you mix how do you start mixing the psychology aspect of it into this world
1: yeah absolutely that's such a great question I so a little bit about me before I ever started creating content on social media I had other jobs I worked in the service industry for probably about six years I worked in the tax industry for a while and At some point, I really just found myself asking whether or not I was fulfilled in these non-creative industries. And I just really wasn't fulfilled at all. And I realized very quickly when I got into the corporate world that I needed to be doing something creative in order to go to sleep at night and be happy and really be okay with what I was doing. And that was something that really weighed heavily on me. So I had no plan of what I was going to do. I just completely walked away from my corporate job. (laughs) I went back home to live with my parents. I was like, you know what, like being in this atmosphere where I cannot do something that is serving me to my full potential and really letting me have that creative outlet, it's not worth it. And I was just determined to find something that I was passionate about. And I had always considered being a content creator. And at that point, I had told my fiance at the time, I was like, I think I just want to go for it, try it out while I'm in this season of like transitioning in jobs before I go to get a different job. Like, let's just try this out for like a month, see what happens. Yeah. Um, and so for that time frame, I really just treated it as my actual nine to five. So <laughs> I would wake up and from nine to five every day, I would literally just spend my entire day creating content, studying content creators, seeing how they turn this into a job that's profitable And there's so much information that is gatekept about how to actually make money online, especially as a content creator and the psychology behind how all that works. And I was just so fascinated from it, from fascinated by everything that I learned from day one. Um, And it was really just like hurdles and hurdles of learning every single day. And it was such a great experience. But when I started creating content, it all happened very quickly. Um, And I didn't have that much of an interest in psychology when I first started, but as I got into it and I realized the beauty of merging marketing and psychology and business and psychology and how your own psychology and mental health weighs so heavily on everything that you do as a content creator or as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, once I really found out how closely those things tied together my fascination with psychology just skyrocketed and at that point I actually switched my major in school to psychology and I've been studying it ever since
0: wow I Um, love that I'm very curious I mean you did mention a lot of you know studying and diving deep into content you know what and I'm I'm gonna add some context to this question before I actually ask a question we did a somewhat similar with marketing right we when we started to you know grow our own company we decided to go and study from people that they knew the craft right and or influences are in the more of direct direct response marketing world and I think that's why I'm very excited to, to dive into the psychology aspect of it because you know there's a lot of psychology into direct response marketing how do we get people to take action and so on So when you're talking about becoming a content creator, that you're studying, uh, you know, you're learning from others, what are those influences? What were those main people that you were learning from? Uh, What maybe what were some of the, you know, top key takeaways that they become those principles and foundations that you've been, you know, implementing till today?
1: Mm -hmm. So there's so much that goes into it. I know part of the question you asked were, who are those people? Um, One of the key people that I really enjoyed learning from, his name is Jared Hamilton. He is a fitness influencer and he basically does fat loss coaching um, and he does all sorts of psychology and mental health aspect of the coaching business um, and of losing fat and all of this stuff. And it was just so fascinating to me to see how he grew his account from nothing to something and built this amazing engaged community and it fascinated me because we both came from this same little small town um, but he just made something really beautiful and so since he was a friend of mine outside of content creation I knew him through my brother they were very good friends Um, so I had him introduce me and I just blatantly asked him, I was like, would you be open to mentoring me in this field? Because I genuinely have no experience. I have (laughs) no idea what I'm doing. I have no clue what's going on. Um, But I'm ready and I'm committed and I'm willing to make something happen. If you are willing to just, you know, be there for me and be willing to answer questions. And he was somebody that really invested in me, which I just so greatly appreciate. He was one of those people Um, I had a professor who was my teacher at the time, but she allowed me to um, take her on as a mentor after Mm -hmm. that semester ended. And so she was a mentor more for the business side of like the everything with content creation because she had worked, you know, years ago with blogging and monetizing content in that way, which it has changed over the years, but it's still very similar. A lot of the monetization platforms are similar still. Um, So it was great to have mentors and I think what I really began to see, whether it was somebody that mentored me for YouTube content, Instagram content, somebody that was really good with TikTok, um, really across all platforms, what it comes down to is one, how well you can manage your time, but two, how consistent you're willing to be and how much you're willing to mentally put into it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, your pages revolve around you. And if you're not in it, I mean, it's never going to go anywhere. And yeah. so what I really started to see across all platforms with every content creator is, you know, the consistency and the effort that they put into it. That's what it really comes down to. There's no there's no influencer or content creator or, you know, podcast creator, whatever that might look like that just blows up overnight with one piece of content. It just doesn't Mm -hmm. work that way. Um, And most people, what a lot of their fans don't see is that they were terrified in the beginning. You know, they had no idea what was going on. Um, It was definitely that way in my case. I was, you know, willing to look stupid, try something (laughs) new, get made fun of by my friends. You know, and it was just one of those things that I knew that I had to be all in it. And the people that I had around me, I had amazing mentors but, you know, they made it clear if you're not willing to be consistent, like you will never win in this game, like don't even do it. And yeah. so that was something that was really valuable and mentally, I think, separates the people who think about doing it and then really go out and do it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, we, we talk about consistency Can I talk or... all the time. In, yeah, just, in just a second. <laughs> in just a second. Uh, I just wanted to add something here real quick. You know, what, what you were saying about consistency, I think is so important and time management is mm-hmm. i actually heard this the other day and i absolutely loved it you know people talk about like those overnight successes and then people are like no it's not an overnight success they've been working for you know many years being consistent it is actually what it is and they rephrase it to it's an overnight awareness right because yes. that's actually ha- how it happens right from n- overnight it could be you know a few a period of a few days a lot of people know about that person that has been working so hard in their craft for a very long time very long time right Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day that is the only way to get better at whatever it is that you want to do is consistency is that practice that you put in uh we call the the relentless pursuit of better right there's no Mm -hmm. a a a best there's not a ceiling that you can always improve little by little and is that compound effect That every day that you take action, every day that you become 1% better, eventually, you know, you get to that point where you can have that overnight awareness.
2: Yeah. Chris, I like I'm I feel very inspired what, with your story, right? I, and uh, we often say that, like us, bizros, we live in the intersection between content creators and business owners, right? Because obviously, business owners might have something really figure out on the business side of things, and then when they're trying to understand content and what that means for them, there's a lot of friction, right? Because there's you know maybe little education, or they invest in maybe people that are not fully aware of the whole market, what's happening, right? Or these like big time agencies that might not be connected. To the 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 creators' world, right, and then we see all these creators that are having massive success when it comes to audiences, right, and they build these audiences, but then they lack the knowledge in the business, right. So you know, our personal story is we started on the business side, and then we started to transition into okay, the creator, like what what's a framework that worked for us to the way, like how can we create, like how can how can we stay consistent? This show is our way to stay consistent, right, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't add too much friction, right, but. I'm very curious, right? Because it's been only a few times where, you know, we brought onto the show and we're very fortunate to have you, right? Somebody that has built such an audience, right? I'm very curious, like, what, what does that audience mean to you? And then, you know, what what, did, what are the steps that you took to kind of create a business around it or create business opportunities, right? Uh, and before you answer that, I really want to highlight the fact that you dove in, You were like, I'm committed to this thing. And nine to five, this is the mentality I got to do because a lot of people are not willing to do that, right? Same thing happened with us. Like when we dove in with a show, for example, doing this live three times a day, it, it requires a commitment, a time commitment, you know, a prep commitment, resources commitment. There's a ton of stuff that goes into it, right? to make sure that we can stay relevant over a long period of time. So props to you to do that. And I really hope that one listening, like if you are on the business side, understand that this is not just a thing that you can just delegate to a little VA or delegate to like your, you know, whoever you know, has extra hours in their day to do some stuff like this is a full-time thing that you got to really look into and make sure that you guys are catering to the people that follow you, the people that you serve as your customers and so on. And on the creator side, same thing, right? Like if you really want to make it in this world, you have to make sure that you commit the time and the resources available to you at the time to make the most out of it. So what does that audience side mean to you? Were you chasing that? Like walk me through your, your process and then how's it been evolving now that you're on the business side
1: yes that is an amazing question and i think that's something that a lot of people don't think about is you know the first thing they see is the numbers but it's the content creator is always going to look and see the journey of what it took to get there um and so i think that that's such an important thing to dive into so for me um it was never really about having followers i never Mm -hmm. really put so much of an emphasis on that yes i had goals with metrics um but it was actually so interesting because my journey with content creation all started because of a goal setting class that i had taken um so i'm in school for psychology and i was taking a leadership course while in that course my professor, the one that ended up being a mentor for me when she saw what I was doing with what I learned in the course. Um, So in that class, we had actually studied proper goal setting. Um, And so for me, what we did in the class was a small activity. What we did was we took a five by three by five note card. And the teacher just told us, my professor said, write down five of your absolute craziest and loftiest goals things that you don't know if you could actually accomplish but in your ideal life if you were performing to your highest potential like these are things that if you had the best year ever like you could accomplish these in your wildest dreams things that you really are passionate about that you want you don't know if they're realistic but they don't have to be realistic who's like just write your craziest goals and at the time it's when i was working in that job that i found rather unfulfilling even though it was a great opportunity it wasn't for me Um, And so I was like, I would love to have a platform with like a million people one day, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's just so far out of reach. But like, you know, just this crazy goal, I was like, I would love to have that, you know, what a great opportunity to get to know people and connect with people and, Mm -hmm. you know, have a voice as well. And of course, there is the business side of it, but at the time, I wasn't thinking about that. I had that. I had some like monetary goals, some crazy things. But I think the most crazy one on there was reaching a million followers on a platform. Um, and so, to me, it wasn't that I wanted to be famous. It was just such a big goal that I was like, "What a crazy, lofty thing to put down there." That in my life, I was like, "What a cool accomplishment," yeah. you know. Yeah. And so. From day one, I never really thought that that was going to be something that I did. It was just like a crazy dream that I had, you know. But once I put it down on paper, we went back in the class. And my teacher actually had us rewrite it in a way that was like, okay, so you have these goals on the paper. So what we're going to do is rewrite these, you know, add some gratitude to the statement. And actually give yourself a somewhat realistic timeline to make these things become a reality and i was like okay i didn't know we were actually going to be doing this this is just some crazy idea i had (laughs) and once it was on paper though i realized how powerful setting goals was and i realized how valuable that day was because when i went home i just had it in my mind i was like you know what like this isn't just yeah, a dream that I have now that it's a goal yeah. on paper. I actually want this to become a reality. I want these things on this paper for myself. And so I really wanted to experiment because she had given us this presentation on like, you know, when you put these goals on paper, you are this much percent. Like, I think it was like more likely to actually achieve those things just because they're on paper. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I don't know, like, I don't think I'm 50% more likely to become like an influencer because I wrote (laughs) it down and all these things. But when I went home, I actually remade an entire vision board of these goals because I was just so awestruck by this process that she had presented to us. And I was like, you know what? Like, I have nothing to lose. Let's test it out. I was like, I'm unhappy where I am. I want to better myself. I was like, I have nothing to lose by writing down these goals. And so that day on, I just really started to focus on those things. And once I started to see these crazy goals become a reality for myself, because I was putting the work in and I had them, I had that vision there to remind myself, once I found that. It was possible for me to go from zero to create an audience of a million people if I was really willing to commit to something and really willing to go all in.
2: Yeah. That
1: audience, it was never about having the followers. It was about me realizing internally that no matter what it is that I want to do or that somebody like me wants to do or another kid that's younger than me that's looking up to me, whatever it is that they want to do, they can accomplish it if they're willing to go all in and if they're willing to really put the work in and commit and write down the goals and give themselves metrics and things to shoot for and strive for. And I think to me, looking at my audience, that's such a big question because I don't see a number, you know, I don't know the people. But when I look at that, I see the opportunity that's there for not only myself, but for anybody else that's willing to set those goals and really give themselves something to strive for. And it almost makes me emotional because (laughs) I don't know that I ever truly believed in myself to the extent that I should have before. But when you put those goals down and you see yourself accomplish goals, It just gives you this faith in yourself and in the process of really putting work in, being consistent with it and waiting, knowing that one day the results will be there. But today you have to put the work in. And so for me, I just see when I look at my platforms, it's never about the number. You know, it's about... Me looking and seeing like no matter what it is in business and content creation, if you are willing to apply yourself, put the work in and stay consistent and have that faith in yourself. I mean, there's no end to what you can accomplish.
2: Yeah. So awesome. I love it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is, is great. that You know, that aspect of setting goals. I don't remember the, the the exact stats, but we've heard something similar too. And there's one that goes like a layer above that, which is mm-hmm. now you share the, your goal with other people right now. That, that And then there's a layer even higher than that, which is you get an accountability partner, right? And you work together mm-hmm. towards your goals. And I think it's such a good recipe, you know, just to... just. Just to keep chasing that goal because sometimes, you know, I'm we're at the end of the year here, so I'm gonna use the new year resolutions example, right? People put on goals on paper and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then two months later they're they've totally forgot about their goals, right? But right. what what you did is like you created this vision board, you put it in front of you, and you're consistently looking at it, right? You're consistently reminding yourself, oh, this is what I'm working for. And mm-hmm. I think that just gives that extra push, right? Sometimes we're not going to be motivated, right? It, it's it's a fact. Sometimes we're going to be feeling down. We're going to be like, what's going on? Nobody is interacting with my content. My content, is it actually doing anything? We're going to start questioning everything that we do. Mm. And just by looking at where we want to be, mm. right? or Or what type of person we want to become, that can give us a little push that we need exactly, you know, to perform. Now, the other thing that I wanted to add was at the very beginning, you said, I don't really, you know, do it to grow my following. And I really like that. One of the mindset shifts that I'm trying to have lately is that it's not about growing your audience, but it's about serving the, the audience that you currently have. That if you do such a good job at serving your current audience, they are going to, in part, do some of the marketing for you, right? They're going to talk about you. They're going to share about you. They're going to, if somebody has a problem that they know you can solve it, they're going to say, guess what? Carissa can help you. Go on and check Mm -hmm. her content out, right? And I think it starts by just purposely and intentionally serving that audience that you already have, and the issue that I see is that so many people are just focused on the audience that they don't have, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. how do I get people's attention, you know, uh, doing X, Y, and C. right? How, how do I get more people into my funnel when, guess what? You already have people there that you can serve and you can help. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, I think a collateral benefit of that is actually attracting more of the people that you want to work with. So- I love the fact that you mentioned that at the very beginning, you know, in your own words, because it's more about focusing on your own craft. Let me develop my own skill, what I can control. You even mentioned a metrics, right? Those you're probably focusing on the lead indicators. What are the things that I can do that I have control on that is going to, you know, give me a better chance at X goal that I'm that I'm looking for. So thank you for that. Do you
2: have a question? Um, I I think, first of all, I'm like <laughs> in awe because
0: um, at 21, I'm just gonna say this: I was
2: partying in college and just playing soccer. Yes, and you are so focused. I think this is so cool, this is so awesome. Uh, I'm excited to talk about you know the opportunities that maybe like th- this led to, right? Like, yeah. uh, and I think that's a connection that a lot of people have very specific questions on when when we chat with them right on the business side it's like okay how do i actually connect maybe the content that we're producing at the you know top of funnel awareness you know lead generation content into the profit side of things or as a creator right like i'm already creating all this i have Mm. you called it like the 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 opportunities right that that could present Mm -hmm. either for a company or for even your audience to get to know you a little bit more to get information (laughs) right i think uh I was uh i was listening to a show the other day it's like somebody said tiktok is like the only platform i actually come out of it happy Because I've I've learned something, right? There's other platforms like, you know, you know, Facebook or Instagram that might make you feel a different way when you stop using them. But this person, Mm -hmm. I I thought that was a pretty unique take, right? So it's like, how do you then connect that to, okay, what is the opportunity for you as a creator or for other companies to maybe invest in you? And and I think you have a pretty, pretty interesting one. So like, what does that mean to you? Like, what was that connection? And then what are you guys doing now?
1: So for me, I think there were so many interesting opportunities and I really didn't understand how to harness that until, I don't know, maybe even like six to eight months ago. So still very recently and I'm still learning every day. But as I started as a content creator, I had no idea the multitude of opportunities that that would bring for me, Um, even for my family, my friends, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's why I love to educate people on content creation, whether that's in the corporate world or through my platforms. I love to uh, like help people understand the opportunities that are out there for them, because a lot of people don't really volunteer that information. You know, you yeah. can see why yeah. they might want to keep it to themselves, <laughs> you know, less in the competition. But yeah. I love it because it's such a beautiful and unique opportunity. But so when I, I like you asked what kind of opportunities actually did come for that? You know, for somebody who has never seen the behind the scenes, um, as you become an influencer, I think the biggest opportunity comes down to the word influence in itself. Um, you know, people say influencer, and I don't consider myself an influencer. I just consider mm-hmm. myself more of a content creator, like a content scientist, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I just consider myself somebody that likes to experiment and learn on the platforms. Being an influencer, it's never really my goal. I just wanted to learn. Um, And at this point, you know, that's what I'm still doing every day. Um, So aside from the learning opportunity at hand, there were so many other things. And I think the biggest thing that I've taken in the last year and a half, two years of content creation is the connections that I've taken from this platform. I mean, if you think of a million people and you ask yourself, how many of those million people are beautifully bright people with bright futures that yeah. have opportunities and that might need you to you know help them with a the project or be a part of something amazing that they're doing and you take a group of a million people somebody in there is going to have a massive opportunity and yeah. you know i never really understood the intensity of that until i started becoming a content creator and then all of a sudden i had people flooding my messages every single day, leaving comments. I had like, Jason Derulo's Mm -hmm. girlfriend left like a casual comment on one of my videos. And I think that was one of the key moments that like, it really hit me. I was like, Oh, my goodness. I was like, I didn't realize that I had like, any type of influence on like, this many people that like somebody like this would even be watching my content, you know, And that kind of took me back. But then I realized like, The influence that you have will draw in so many people, which is also a huge responsibility. Uh, And you have to be careful with that and you have to steward it well. But I started to realize, you know, the power also that an opportunity like that holds because I have brands come to me all the time. You know, people are throwing opportunities, but then you also have to really pin down what it is that you want. Um, what it is that you value about your platform, who you're willing to work with, what you're willing to work for. Um, you, I mean, you have people willing to send you free products, take you on trips, whatever it is, but you have to know what it is that you want mm-hmm. and what serves mm-hmm. your audience. Otherwise, it's easy to get lost in it. But the opportunities that come from content creation are absurd and <laughs> they're yeah. nothing like I would have ever expected.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that that kind of like relates a little bit to the question that I wanted to ask, which is kind of like what has it done for your personal brand, right? Like this is what I imagine, you know, right now you are working in a current opportunity. We're going to talk about it in just a minute. But if you decide to go on your own, you're like, okay, I'm done with this project, this opportunity, time to move on to the next big thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like you are, if you stay consistent, you're set pretty much, right? Like you can potentially seek new opportunities, whether they come to you or whether you go to them and you're like, hey, look, I love your brand. I would love to work with you. You have so much leverage with what you have built that I think it's a great advantage at at this point, right? It's it's an earned earned advantage, like you work for it, right? So I'm curious, what is your perspective on that personal brand that you have at this point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think having a personal brand is an amazing thing and it will really carry you far if you can kind of narrow down what it is. And I'm definitely still learning. I'm no expert on that. But um, throughout the last two years, I've had the opportunity to learn about it and how when you understand your personal brand and you kind of know what you want to do with it, the opportunities that that can bring and that you can kind of harness when you know that. Um, But it's really, really forced me to understand who I am as a person, what I want, what I care about, Um, And when it comes to the business side and what I'm doing with it now, creating that personal brand really helped not only myself to find a job, but it allowed an amazing company to actually seek me out and say, Hey, like we see what you're doing. We believe that you would actually be a great addition to the project that we're working on. So I didn't even come to them, you know, they found me, but just from putting your personal brand out there, you know, how else is somebody supposed to know that you're available? How Mm -hmm. else is somebody else supposed to know what you have to offer if you never put it out there for people to see? Um, And so that was just an amazing thing. But I also want to add that regardless of having a platform, the beauty of it is I could have my platform taken away from me. I could have everything that I have ever worked on online gone in an instant. And I really wouldn't be that phased by it because number one, it's just a social media platform, although it's incredibly valuable. At the end of the day, it's just the internet and you can always redo that and, you know, refine those people and capture those people again. But what's beautiful is that when you go through that learning process and you're willing to listen to people and learn from people and connect with people and really take advantage of those lasting connections, you develop this mindset and this belief in yourself. And whether or not I had my platform, I could have that platform taken away from me, never post anything else again, knock on wood that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But theoretically, that yeah. could happen. And the way that I approach any type of business or somebody that if I wanted to start a company with or if I wanted to work for them, or if I wanted to go start my own company, the knowledge that I've had the opportunity to gain from yeah. building the platform, that can never be taken away from me. And when you realize by doing something like that that these types of things are possible and it just depends on it's not how possible it is it's how willing you are to put yourself all into that project absolutely how willing you are to work hard for it and how how much of your time and effort and you know your mental state are you willing to put into this and are you willing to wake up and live and eat and sleep and breathe TikTok. do you want it that bad you know and I heard somebody say they're like when you wake up and you want your goals so badly that you want it as bad as you want to breathe like then you're going to start accomplishing stuff you know and it it doesn't come down to whether or not you're capable it's how much you want it and how hard you're willing to work everybody's going to get there at different paces but if you want it so badly you'll get there eventually yeah you know and I think the thing that I'm most grateful for from this entire process is not having the platform. It's not the brands coming to me. It's the way that my mindset around like goal setting and having crazy goals and the possibilities that are out there for you know both myself and you guys and any young person that I come into contact with, the way that I view that thing is totally different. So the company that I'm working with now, knack um, Marketplace, I know I had briefly mentioned that to you guys. You know we were I was talking to them about their social media and we were talking numbers and the way that I look at those types of situations now is like. I don't care what goal you have. I was like, if you want to have 285,000 people on this platform in this time, it's not whether or not it's possible, it's how bad you want it and what lengths you're willing to go to to make that dream become a goal and then a reality. Yeah. The thing that I'm most grateful for is being able to witness how much of these things are possible if you're really willing to put yourself all into it.
2: Yeah. I I'm in, so impressed yeah. by by the mindset It's because you know we've we've gone through a growth you know stage it since we started publishing right not mm. as steep as probably you had with the, with the success that you had in there but with our show That has been probably the the biggest gain. And we say often, right? if anything has to go, the last thing to go or that never goes is the show, the platform, right? Because of the personal growth that comes with it, not only by interacting with people, uh, collaborating with other incredible entrepreneurs, creators, right? Like the relationship aspect to it. Like if there's nothing else, that is so, 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 so so worth it, right? So, uh, you know, this puts in a lot of perspective, all these people trying to come into space, right? Mm-hmm. And they are very, uh, they probably don't want it enough, right? It's, and it's like, I mean, do you actually want the relationship with the people yeah. that, that come to you, right? Enough so you can actually be consistent so i appreciate you sharing your journey and obviously the opportunities and your lessons and and uh, and everything in between to go do that and the fact that you mentioned hey you know god forbid this goes away it's okay Mm -hmm. i'm ready to go tackle this challenge again and serve more people so uh, Mm -hmm. i'm super interested in the things that you're working on because obviously you're mega hyper talented uh so lucky them that they got you. <laughs> so tell me more about this project because it's super interesting. This is like super useful for creators, super interesting for people in, in, the, in the webs, in the interwebs. So tell us a little bit about this project that you guys are working on together.
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much for hyping me up. Probably more than I deserve. But I do really appreciate that. Um, so like I mentioned before, to answer your question, I had an opportunity recently to work with this amazing company called knack it's k-n-a-q so you might have heard somebody say oh like you really have a knack for this or you really Mm. have a knack for that so just another way to say like oh like you're really good at this you really kind of have a niche here like you're very good at this one thing um so that's kind of where we got the name from but we just spelled it a little bit, you know, quirky, a little <laughs> <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's NAC. But basically, what NAC Marketplace is, is it's going to be an online marketplace for all types of entrepreneurs, uh, creators, contractors, similar to like a Fiverr or an Upwork, but also mixed with a program like Kajabi where you can sell online courses. Um, but basically, what NAC aims to do is make people's lives better through connecting them with other people. So, that might look like connecting myself to a plumber if I go on the platform and I say something broken in my house I'm in desperate need of a plumber I can go on there and search plumbers in this in Sarasota Florida you know i can search location i can search for qualifications whatever yeah. so i can go on the platform i can search through an entire multitude directory of experts and so it's actually very cool because it gives you the opportunity to not just put your name and information in and have the company send 10 plumbers your way and be harassing <laughs> you over the phone just how it usually works yeah um, so we actually do it a little differently what we have our experts do is they create almost a full social profile. So you can go in, you can see their pictures, you can learn about their company, their work history, you can see their past projects, you can learn all about this person and you never have to give up your personal information while you're doing that. And so you can go all the way through the process, look at 10 different plumbers, if that's what you want, or 10 different realtors, or, you know, content creator coaches, yeah. whatever that might look like, whatever expert you personally need. Um, and you can just say, okay, there's 10 different people here, but this is the one that I like and I'm willing to give my information to this person. Yeah. So you can go through, you can chat with them and then you can set up an interview. If you just want to learn more about them, make sure you're comfortable with them. Then you can then share your personal information with them, which is just such a beautiful thing because you see that protecting the user information is a high that's priority so for us. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing to see. And that was a really big aspect of why I have so much respect for the company, but The other side of that is for entrepreneurs, it gives them a great opportunity to, if you have a platform or if you have a niche of some type, you can use the knack, the actual platform, you can go on there, create your full social profile, and then use your um, social media profiles or knack itself to just market yourself as a content creator or some type of expert. And then you have opportunities to sell your skills and monetize on what you're already doing and what you're already great at and what you have a knack for. So it's really great from either perspective. And I think there's so much potential, especially for content creators or young entrepreneurs who are looking to make money or if they're just looking to get their name out there or create a portfolio, whatever yeah. that might look like. I just think it's such a great opportunity when you're working freelance. Um, especially if you're a young person, say like myself, if I was a content creator and I really wanted to build up my name and portfolio as a content creator coach or whatever that might look like. Freelancing is a great opportunity to do that. If I want to score a job later doing it, yeah. I have all this freelance experience, you know? Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Fancy, how does that sound to you for Fonzie uh, four years ago? Yeah, sounds pretty good.
0: <laughs> I would I would have definitely signed up in there. Uh, I'm curious, is this a funded company or you guys are like bootstrapping everything?
1: Um, so we have some awesome investors who are helping us as of right now. And our plan to launch is January 3rd, as of right now to the public. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Guys, go check it out. Yeah. We're gonna leave the links by the moment this episode is published. So by the moment you're listening to this. The website probably is going to be out. Yeah, it's going to be live. Um, I'm curious, what is the role of content in marketing that company, right? I mean, what is... I'm guessing you are probably their their top star right there in their team for content how does that look like what are maybe you know some of your plans you don't have to share all the secrets but you know what are some of the plans for you to you know start bringing people she
2: can't to can share platform? all the secrets is
1: fine. <laughs> i mean like i told you at the beginning i am an open book no about <laughs> limits. i love to talk about all the dirty little secrets of content creation yeah I think it's so fascinating and i'm happy to share any of them with you. Um, But basically, my role in the company, I'm technically their social media specialist. um, And what I do for them is I control all of their content creation. I work with the marketing director, Christina. Um, We basically curate the content and the strategies. We kind of locate the demographics for each platform, decide what's the best approach to take. And then I create and control the distribution of all of that content as well as creating content for the website um for any like email campaigns if they need videos i do all their studio production um a little bit of like photography if necessary um which i don't have to do a lot of that but if they needed it i would take that role Um, And then I also do a little bit of the marketing with the marketing director. We work very closely kind of hand in hand on projects and we do a lot of web design, things like that. Um, But we're just working on some campaigns right now. And basically the role that content creation plays is one, creating kind of a human social presence, which Mm. is so important with a company. Um, and now more than ever, it's really important to be accessible online and it's good for people to be able to look up, you know, NAC on social media and see exactly who we are and be able to look through our content, stalk us a little bit, get to know the team, that type of thing. Yeah. So right now the role that that content is serving is just kind of educating about what this new company is. I've been hearing all about NAC, but what the heck is it? Mm -hmm. Um, and so they can kind of go on there and be educated a little bit about what we do, what we stand for, you know how we plan to protect privacy, things like that. Um, So that's a big part of what we're doing right now. And then we're definitely optimizing reels and TikTok and short form video to be kind of a growth strategy for the platform. Yeah. Um, So right now I'm kind of taking the knowledge that I gained from using my TikTok platforms and those, that growth journey to kind of apply that to the corporate world. And it's also a great opportunity for myself as well, to be able to see the marketing aspect of social media. Um, And it was just a great opportunity for both of us, for myself to be able to share my knowledge with them, but for them to also be able to invest their knowledge in me as somebody that's young and new to corporate as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, It's a win-win both ways. You know, yeah. you yeah. found success in your world and they obviously have s- some sort of success. And now they're also, you know, giving you a platform as well to learn more and further develop your skills, right? Which is yeah. absolutely amazing. I mean, you did mention that you're still in college, uh, you know, studying psychology and whatnot. And now they're giving you a platform to, to, to learn more about the marketing and test and, you know, i don't want this to sound kind of bad but use their money to learn in the marketplace as well a lot of things right which you know it it does cost right it it does cost resources whether that is time or money Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. put marketing out into the world so it's pretty cool that they gave you the platform and they gave you that belief and that confidence like hey Let's do right. this together. I think that is absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool intersection for, you know, what we were talking earlier, right? The creators and the and the and the business side. I think there's mm-hmm. so much opportunity there. Right? Like I I love YouTube personally and I there's so many creators out there they're creating incredible things, but then they they get stuck on the monetization side of things and they're looking maybe for sponsorships or what you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, right? That There's these companies that will send you a free product or they'll give you a trip, but sometimes that might not be enough to pay the bills Mm -hmm. that you have at home, right? So now you as a creator, right? Like if you're listening to the show, you have an incredible skill, right? Like for example, Fonzie had an incredible skill editing videos and that's how we started a few years back, right, we will go do these event videos for corporations where we live, right? And that's, that was our way in. They used to call the video guys, right? And, and I'll be like, just one video guy. Like this guy over <laughs> right here knows nothing about, you know, editing video. He just video. came for the free food. I <laughs> know. I'll be like, oh. I- I'll be your second camera, dude. Come on. Uh, but but those skills, right, are, are it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's very valuable to businesses like this that are trying to look for those opportunities and see, okay, how can we serve more people? How can we help with, for example, what you guys do? I mean, just yesterday, I was trying to uh, purchase a new insurance for my car and just like, Overwhelming trying to find like who's gonna be the best, like to the like whatever I was looking for. And because I try to find all this stuff now today, I've been getting like 35,000 phone calls. So Come on, guys, hurry up and launch NAC because I need to get all my insurance, you know, there. <laughs> so, but again, that, this is the opportunity that this presents and, and it's super exciting for businesses to to find, you know, uh, creators like you, for example, that have gone through this journey, that have tested all these different things, the message, have grown together with the platform and has like all this yeah. knowledge that can be very useful. So thank you so much for sharing. Uh, we honestly wish you the best of luck. And then we have a few minutes left for the last couple of questions once you ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, You're ask going? away. Oh,
0: I, I, I go, okay. I just threw him under <laughs> the bus to
2: see if he was ready. He was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Was, yeah. I'm focused.
0: I'm focused <laughs> right here. So, you know, before we leave, we like to leave people with some actionable advice, right? What would be maybe the first couple steps for them to achieve that consistency, right? We talked a lot about it, about consistency, the importance the importance of it, you know, is what is going to lead you to developing that mindset and that, that belief in yourself. And eventually, you know, helping you accomplish those goals. So how can people start developing that consistency?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question and so valuable. I think the first thing that I would tell anybody is that you can't accomplish anything if you don't know what you want to accomplish. Um, And that's something that I wish somebody would have just told me at the beginning because I think, you know, you can put all this effort into something, but if you don't really have concrete goals, how are you ever going to know what you're really accomplishing? And I think it's so much more rewarding when you're putting all this work into a a project or, Mm -hmm. you know, building a platform, whatever that might look like when you know exactly what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, and it's just so great for measuring your metrics, things like that, and seeing really how far you're getting and what you really are achieving. It's good to know what you want. So I would say the first step for anybody, whether you know it's content creation, whether it's starting a business, whether it's monetizing your platform that you already have, whatever that might look like or starting a company, make sure that you write those goals down first off because It's so important to that building and growing process. Um, And the one thing that, you know, I always tell people is the only way that you can fail is if you give up. It's okay to fail. It's not a bad thing. And it's such a huge incremental part of the learning process. Mm -hmm. And failure really, at the end of the day, is an amazing thing because it's such a huge opportunity to learn. So even if you set these massive, you know, extensive goals If you fail, you're still going to accomplish something. Even if you fall short of that goal, you're still learning something. You're learning what not to do. (laughs) You know, it's not always perfect. And you probably are going to fail on the way there. Um, but you're gaining this massive learning experience. And I think writing down your goals in general is just so incredibly powerful. So no matter what you're trying to accomplish, the first step is figuring out what you want, because until you know what it is that you really want to accomplish, it's hard to really feel satisfied on the journey to get there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. I think that is super valuable for those listening. Make sure you go back about two minutes. And we listen to everything again and take notes. Yeah,
2: It's often overlooked, right? Like it sounds so simple, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, us included, uh, it's like, okay, you know, we don't take the time to write those down and we've done in the past, right? And it's crazy. And then you look back, we're like, wow, these ones that I wrote down crushed, right? And maybe yeah. the ones that just linger there. And it's revisit uh, them too, you know, yeah.
0: it's again, that consistency on looking and revisiting your goals as well. Yeah. Um where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? And also, how can they fa- find and connect NAC as well?
1: Yes. So my personal social media on TikTok, it's K. W A M, as in Mary P. Um, and then my Instagram is pretty simple, mm-hmm. silly. It's just Carissa from TikTok. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then our company Instagram, it's NAC Marketplace, all one word. Um, And if you want to reach out to me or connect to me, I'm usually very responsive to DMs. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me a message. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions anybody might have regarding NAC or regarding my personal social.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I want to encourage people to go reach out, connect. If you want to learn, you know, I'm full circle right here. You told the story how you reach out to somebody, right? I I don't remember his name right now. Mm -hmm. And you ask him to, you know, help me out mentor me a little bit right how can i grow as a content creator i want to encourage that person that is listening right now and you want to grow a little bit more reach out to carissa and ask her i'm pretty sure she'll be happy to to give back and don't forget to sign up for knack marketplace as well (laughs) carissa is there anything we might have missed that you want to add
1: um I think you guys really about covered everything, um, but again, I am so happy to answer any questions you guys might have about NAC. It's such an amazing opportunity for any content creator or a young entrepreneur. Our CEO, Steve, is amazing, and this is just such an incredible opportunity, um, and we are more than happy to help you guys get on the platform if you're interested or answer any questions you might have.
2: Thank you you, so much. Ah, this was so good. Fancy, anything else that you want to add? No, I just want to say thank
0: you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your knowledge. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, you motivated me so much. Like (laughs) the, the, the fire is back on. I'm ready to take over the world. So yeah. thank you so much, Carissa. All
2: right, thank with,
1: you guys so much for having me.
2: Absolutely. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite social media channel and at Biz Bros Co. <laughs>
0: That is right. And it's Carissa here help you move one step forward towards your goal. Please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.